Hey, Max. Nothing strategies, strategies that work in the classroom. Cats and kids. You enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Hello, everybody. Cats and kids. And uh, we're working with the microphone today, so you, we hope you can hear us. Well, today we're going to talk about what to do when students answer wrong questions in class. I don't know about you out there, but sometimes it's a real struggle to get some of my students to participate. They're quiet, they're afraid to give a wrong answer, they don't want to be embarrassed, and sometimes my students take longer to process. So while some students are getting ready to answer the question, my kids are still trying to figure out what question is being asked. It, I, go ahead. Well, yeah, and, and uh, we always have those teacher pets whose hands jump up immediately to answer a, a question. And it, it's very hard to ignore them and yet give time for uh, the other students to process. So tonight we want to talk about the goal of asking questions in class. One of the major goals, or the one that we're going to focus on tonight, is to get kids to participate so you're not standing up and lecturing the entire time. Exactly right. And and uh, some teachers are so high on themselves. Uh, a friend of mine once said you have to have a real ego to be wanting every day to stand up in front of 30 people and talk at them. Uh, we got to keep that ego in check. So our goal is to get more kids to participate and one way to do that is to ask other people questions and not just call on the kid that you know is going to give you the right answer but with that comes the problem of what do you do when you get an incorrect answer but your goal is to encourage people to participate so in order for students to want to participate more or continue to participate if they answered a question incorrectly is to help maintain your classroom environment. Those students need to feel safe and secure and comfortable in your class. They need to feel connected to you in the class. And if they feel connected and comfortable, they will contribute. So here's an example of what you might do if a student answers a question incorrectly. I'll play the role of the teacher. Roger will play the role of the student. Hello class today. Um, we're going to start talking about some early history of the United States. Could somebody tell me who the first president of the United States was? Mr. Benson. Yes, Roger. I know that one. I know that one. Who I was that? Abraham Lincoln. Well, Roger, you were right. Abraham Lincoln was a president. He did a lot for the country, didn't he? Do you remember that during the Civil War, he was president and helped um, free the slaves. I do, and, and then he got shot. He did. He did get shot. Well, class, if you recall, the Civil War, when Lincoln got shot, was between the northern states and the southern states. I'm thinking about the president during the Revolutionary War. Lincoln was the 16th president during the Civil War. Who was the first president? He was a Revolutionary War general, and he later became president. You may recognize him from the Quarter. Can you think of who that is, Roger? Uh, the Quarter. I don't have much money, Mr. Benson, 
but the quarter, I think, is George Washington. Yes, George Washington. He was the first president of the United States. So within that example, if you noticed, um, instead of telling the student that they answered wrong or skipping over them and calling on the next student, which you inadvertently let that student that answered wrong know that their answer wasn't good enough for you, we reinforced to Roger that it was great that he answered and let him know what question he answered correctly. It's not the question you asked, but it's that they did answer something related to a president. And that may seem small to us as teachers, but for those students that you want to encourage to participate, it is humongous. The next thing that we did in that was we let Roger be able to elaborate a little bit on Lincoln. He was able to save face. And then we gave him a slight hint and prompt and redirected him to our original question, which also gave him time to process that and answer correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that we can't show you on this podcast is the facial expression or body language of the teacher when he or she gets the wrong answer. And it, it early in my uh, illustrious career, I would find myself rolling my eyes sometimes or, or grimacing in a minor way when a kid gave a wrong answer. Uh, I, I got that in check because I realized that, that I was hurting kids' feelings. And, and so, uh, again, that's a nuance that, that we can't show uh, to you on, on the podcast. But, and, and one other thing, and this is getting way off the track, I would recommend teachers videotape themselves uh, during a lesson, not just rely on that uh, maybe dumb administrator coming in, sitting there, scripting, scrolling. Uh, rely on yourself. Get a video, videotape yourself. It'll become natural to the kids after a while. And then you can, you can actually see and dissect how you are uh, responding to incorrect answers. Thank you, Roger. We hope that um, this was helpful for you, and maybe you have some other strategies on how you respond. Um, I will say that it is really tough not to say, no, that's not the right answer, or you're close, and then call on somebody else. But the more you practice it, and like Roger said, whether it's with video or doing it at, at home in front of a mirror, it's really important to get used to thinking on your feeding, letting the student know what question they did answer and how you might encourage and lead them to the correct answer. Right, and and uh, getting back <laughs> to the dumb administrator of which I was for many years, usually there's a pre-conference or there should be before your observation. And maybe you wanna tell the administrator, would you look how I respond to students' questions uh, or answers. And uh, let them be aware that you're concerned and you really want feedback from them. Yeah, and you want the feedback around um, how you're responding so that you can 
get more students to participate, especially those quiet students or the ones that aren't as uh, boisterous, but are thinking, are part of your class and want to contribute. Um, or you might want them to contribute because you know that they have something valuable to share. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, uh, we need you. Let us know what you think. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Please give us co uh, comments on our Facebook page. And have a great night. And remember, when you enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more.